Hello and welcome to another edition of Bush and Ritchie's Daily Takeaway and a little quiz right now, but not for you, dear contestant. It's a quiz for my good friend, Andy Bush, that I've prepared for you. How are you? Oh, wow. Oh, this is great. This is unexpected. This is fantastic. Let's imagine the um, Mastermind music's just finished, the lights are on and I'm sat in the chair. <laughs> Mastermind might be a little bit of a stretch. I went to the tip this morning. You and I both love the tip. We're, we're not shy to say that. Love the I want to see how good you are. Uh, regarding the tip, uh, I'm going to tell you about an item uh, that I took to the tip. Um, I asked the uh, tip people where it was going to go. You need to tell me what section this item ended up in. Fantastic. Terracotta pot. Porcelain. Uh, Non-recyclable. <laughs> what? I thought this like a section with like loads of old like Toby jugs and, and uh, fur, you know, like stuff you'd have in like an old person's house, all la laid out. It's, it looks like it might be haunted. We've got a section like that with like faces of like medieval Toby jugs and uh, you know uh, Elizabethan boys in parks. You know that you'd have a lampshade of. Is it not there? Do you know what? I thought exactly the same as you, which is why I asked the tip people, excuse me, where should this go? And the reply that I got pretty much verbatim was along the lines of, I don't see any worthwhile patterns or writing on it, so I don't think it's Ming, mate. Just go and chuck it in non-recyclable. Oh, my Lord, was he? Antiques Roadshow over there. What does he know? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I think the tip quiz has got to come back. It's good. It's good. It's got legs. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Here we are again for the second time this week doing the show from our bedrooms uh, because of, you know, trains not being on and all that kind of thing. You might be in the same situation yourself. And you know what? It's this week, having worked from home two days that we have, uh, it's genuinely jumped us back to the whole lockdown thing. Like doing radio shows, sweating cobs in shorts was real peak lockdown last summer, wasn't it? And it's weird how like quickly I've forgotten about it. You know what I mean? It was like a big thing for two years. It was our daily life. It felt like it was never going to end. And it's amazing, and this is kind of testament to how resilient human human beings are, that you've kind of moved on and it's kind of been put in the past a little bit. Do you know what I mean? But just seeing as it's channeling us back a little bit to the lockdown today, right? If you are stuck working at home today because of the strikes, whatever, with that in mind, what retro lockdown thing are you going to do this evening? Because I kind of feel like once we finish this show, just for old time's sake... I might go downstairs and disinfect some veg out of the shopping bags. <laughs> do you remember doing that during lockdown? <laughs> for the old, just, for, just for old time's sake. <laughs> do you know what? I've got a very specific, um, specific for us and doing this show, uh, memory of, of lockdown that I might revive uh, this afternoon. Uh, back in the day when we were doing the shows during COVID uh, from home, if our producer said to us, right, you've got, uh, you've got two or three songs back to back here, there was nothing I used to love doing more. Going downstairs, putting a crumpet in the toaster and spreading on some Marmite peanut butter and coming back upstairs with it. If he does yes. it again today, I think I might give that a go. I miss it. Do it for old time's sake. We, we are channeling retro lockdown vibes tonight on Home Time. What thing from back in the peak lockdown you can do this evening, seeing as we all seem to be back there momentarily. Thank God it's only momentarily. I also, one thing I've got out of the habit of doing, which is a real shame, is that we used to go for like a nighttime and early evening walk down to the yes. beach and stuff in yeah. Leon Sea. Now I'm just, I'm not trapped in the house, but just don't bother leaving it. It's quite sad, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Carl's just tweeted, he says he quite likes the idea of his neighbour not being able to come round every five minutes again. 
<laughs> it kept him at bay. It certainly kept him at bay. John says he's going to have cans and Call of Duty this evening. Dunk says, this is quite weird, he might, for old time's sake, smear hand gel on the gear stick and convince himself it's normal behaviour. <laughs> do that during uh, lockdown? <laughs> Who was doing that? I think it's just Dunk. him. He's out, he's out of control. <laughs> Rui says, you know what, tonight, for the good old days, you might go and buy 100 toilet rolls from the shop round the corner. <laughs> Do it while they're there. Uh, Paul it. says he's going to fire up the PlayStation and play FIFA Road to World Cup 98. Get in. Uh, this text says, Bush and Richie, I'm going to sit on the end of my drive and drink gin 40 metres away from the neighbours. <laughs> uh, right, another Paul hanging on. What are you doing, Paul? What am I going to do? I'm going to spend the day sitting in here, working, and in the background I have my builder next door banging and crashing away like he was all of last summer, which is absolutely <laughs> lovely. When I go to the office, I don't get any of it. I sit in there in silence, I can do what I need to do, and when I'm here, it's like sitting in the middle of a construction site. So, yeah, fabulous days. <laughs> Do you know what, it does take you back. My brother, his neighbour, just was constantly renovating everything all the way through the lockdown. It just drove you mad, didn't it? That's my idiot. He's always outside. But I said to somebody else, he can't stay indoors. He's got, if he's not there, his builder's there with him. Honestly, you too. I know you're at home as well. And you're lucky you don't have this, but he, honestly, it does my head in. And I'm thinking to myself, I shouldn't get so wound up about it. But when you're sitting here, I'm trying to do a call, as I was 10 minutes ago. And like in the background, I've got bang, 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 crash, crash, crash. Oh, just too much, too much. It makes Paul. me want to get back on a train. Paul, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Going to have to hold me hand up here. I was a lockdown building work person. Oh. Had a whole wall knocked down. I was one of them. I'm really sorry. Oh, no way. You're one of the reasons I have to go to London. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Hang in there, Paul. You two do a great show. It's really entertaining. And I listen to podcasts as well. So, yeah, it's top oh. stuff. It does keep me entertained. And all the only thing that now is I'm going to turn you two up a bit louder so I can drown him out. <laughs> yeah, come on. We'll stick on some good yeah. songs as well. Thanks, fella. <laughs> good stuff. All right. You two take care. Cheers. Quick one here from SB12 on Twitter. He says, he might this evening hold out and wait for Chris Whitty to say, next slide, please. Just like the good old days. <laughs> uh, Lou says, I worked in A&E in uh, Merthyr Tidville all through COVID. I'd undressed by my front door to protect my family. Boobs out. I didn't care. <laughs> I might celebrate by wearing all my PPE again tonight. Enjoy. Yay, dust down the old PPE. Joe says, throwback, I might go and listen to my mum spout false facts about COVID that she's read on Facebook just for the good old days. That's a great idea. And we've got Helen on the line. Helen, what retro lockdown thing are you going to do? Log back on to um, Tesco just before midnight so I can get in a queue to book a delivery <laughs> slot for four weeks' time. Isn't that weird? That was the thing we were doing, sitting up at night, just trying to grab a little <laughs> slot for a delivery person. Yeah. It's crazy to think about it, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, I have an alarm set on my phone to remind me to do it. It's not just bad times. <laughs> the only time you would have done that previously would have been trying to get like festival tickets or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's much, much more exciting doing it that way. So, as we speak, people are heading to the Glastonbury Festival. You're going to be clicking refresh to hopefully get yourself a Tesco delivery slot in four weeks' time. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm going to Palinatini instead, but that's... <laughs> so I'm getting to go to a concert after all. 
Yes, she's back. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. found myself uh, in the supermarket uh, this morning doing uh, just uh, some standard shopping. But the thing that wasn't standard about it was that I was not in my usual supermarket. Uh, I would normally say, Bush, I don't know what you, how you'd rate yourself as a supermarket shopper, but I think I, I, I'm very SAS-style shopping. I know what I need, I go in, I go and get it, I go out. Uh, it's a very quick process, but today I found myself in the Tesco in Bishop Stortford, next town, sort of down the road kind of thing. I was so lost you wouldn't believe it. I was going through the aisles as if I was like weaving a spider's web. It would have made no sense to anybody whatsoever who was watching me shop going, why is he going down that aisle now? Oh, you could have done that one earlier. I have no idea where I was. Put me in a supermarket that isn't my regular one. I am so thrown you wouldn't believe it. Joe, you know, I'm pretty similar, I'm, although I'm quite disorganised. So uh, being in different supermarkets, if you've got no real plan, then there's no real plan to overturn. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> good I kind point, of, good point. I, I kind of depend on that. However, one thing that I do find confusing is even within the same supermarket, so let's just say Tesco for whatever, I don't understand why, no matter what a different Tesco you go to around the country, they've all got their eggs in different sections. Some people have the eggs in really weird sections. Other people have it. I think that's fair enough. The eggs definitely should be there. And then other times, we need the magazines. It's like, can we have a standardised egg location, please, amongst certain supermarkets? Because that's something that throws me. Hey, look, Tesco Mobile, very much the friends of our show. I wonder whether they've got an in with the supermarket themselves. I've got an idea here. Tesknav just for people who aren't particularly used to a, a certain store. Tesknav, you go in, you've got your shopping list, and it directs you around the store in a logical, uh, logical route. I like that, like a little um, like a blip on a radar, like the movie Alien. Yeah. Tesco, you can have that. I'm not going to go to Dragon's Den with it. Uh, tweet here. This is more of a noise me but throws. When you go to a cash point, you put in your pin and you press button for cash, only no receipt. Do you want a balance? No. Do you want a receipt? No. I just want money. That's really good. They, they're so insistent on giving you a receipt. Shove your receipt. I don't want a receipt. I'm going to do carry that around with me. And see, another thing with cash points, since we're on the subject, right, I hate it and it throws me how... The money, the number on the cash point doesn't quite line up with the button from where you're looking. Yes. Do you know what I mean? You think you might accidentally withdraw 150 quid and have to yeah. carry it around town like a drug dealer or something. Do you know what I mean? I've often thought that if you're a really, really tall person, it must look slightly out of kilter. I think if you're short like me, most of the time it's, it's, it's in line. But tall people, they must be stuffed. What do you want? You, you were talking about um, Tesknav earlier on. Here's another invention for you. You know Google Glass didn't quite pan out. What about yep. a special pair of spectacles that taller people put on when using cash points and they've got little kind of lines on them to readjust where the actual line for the cash actually connects up with the button? Been searching for it for ages, but that is how you're going to make your millions. This is it. Or you need a chain round your neck like Larry Grayson, you're away. <laughs> One for the kids. Uh, Kelly has suggested that my idea of the navigation app for supermarkets is a, is a good one, but says surely it should be called Tesco. Yes, that's it. It's the name. It's all down to the name. Now you've yes. got it. Now you can go to Dragon's Den. <laughs> can I tell you two other things that um, uh, throw me, right, in modern life? Just very other quick ones, right? Uh, first of all, sitting on the TV remote and then it hitting the source button and turning you onto like a really weird German channel on Freeview when there's like cycling <laughs> live from Cologne. That always freaks us out. How'd you get back again uh, from Sky? And then the other one is, I don't, this is a bit of a weird one, but have you ever had a situation where you've accidentally taken a screenshot of your normal phone 
its actual yeah. normal homepage, and then yeah. you, you for some reason are looking through photos, and then you try and tap the the dead screen of your <laughs> screenshot of your home screen, and you can't work out whether you've actually accidentally stopped time. That throws yeah. me too. That cold feeling of thinking that your phone has frozen, but it was actually your fault. Just tapping it, just tapping it like a like a, <laughs> a, a monkey or something. It's really weird. Kerry, what throws you? Um, when the bank holiday changes bin day, it's, right, I... it's already bin roulette on our road. I'm, I'm one of those that watches the neighbours. So, <laughs> so on your street, Kerry, do you have there's there's a term that I've heard banded around about like a uh, a bin captain, someone that would be the first person that you look out for if they're putting their bins out. You know, it's bin day. Have you got someone like that on your street? If I'm honest, most of the residents of Marjorie are really good. They're the older generation. They've probably got the list, you know, on their fridges and stuff. I seem to be the only person in my street that hasn't got a clue what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Kerry, let me offer a hack. Um, What I do is uh, a a weekly reminder on my mobile phone. (gasps) That's brilliant. Surely you can't be doing putting reminders in your mobile phone about bin day. Then that, that's end of days. That surely it, it, it's getting like that. It, but to be honest, it's like when we're talking about lockdown things. That's one thing that kept me entertained during lockdown. Oh, what bin is it this week? <laughs> Brilliant, Kerry. Lovely to speak to you. Have a lovely evening. Gavin says, we moved eight months ago. I still drive five miles weekly to my old supermarket near my old house, even though there's one a mile away, because I hate the layout of the new one. Wow, that's like Rodney accidentally going back to Del Boy's flat on the first day of being married to Cassandra <laughs> in that classic episode. Uh, Bryony says, uh, speaking of stuff that throws you in modern life, good afternoon, boys. At my last work, the taps in the bathroom turned the wrong way. I would manage to turn them on and wash my hands, but then turn them off the wrong way every single time. This result in the water flying out of the sink, splashing all over that bit of the trousers that you don't want wet when you leave the toilets. <laughs> uh, John and Chorley says, bye annually, my wife will swap the contents of a kitchen cupboard around and I will then proceed to go to that cupboard for the wrong thing until I eventually get used to it after six months and then you can guess what happens next. It's a vicious circle. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It's time for the film club because it's really difficult to choose a movie sometimes, isn't it? You sat there in front of Netflix or, uh, you know, renting a movie and you, and you have to take it into account everybody's needs and what people have seen and not seen. Let us take all of that stress away from you uh, and get our brilliant home time, learned home time audience to crowdsource you a brilliant movie suggestion. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk is our email address. Get in touch. Uh, this is what has pinged through this week. Hello, Bush and Richie. Very much enjoyed being in your bedrooms together on Tuesday evening. And I oh. take it that this Thursday's Hometime show is another from upstairs with you guys not being on the trains. Uh, yes, it is. We're in the middle of it right now. Um, I, too, will be working from home but not commuting for the day. It means I'll have more time at home with my fiancé, Dale. How about the film club finds a transport movie for us to watch in the time that I'm not fighting my way home on the rails? Looking forward to hearing what you decide, Debs Nelson. (laughs) It's a good one. So it's very much the topic of the moment, transport or lack of it in certain cases. Uh, And there's, I mean, there's so many great 
movies about trains and that the the remake of the Orient Express was an absolute cracker, wasn't it? That was out not that it long was ago. Good. Old uh, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, that was really really good. So that would be a nice little. I'll chuck my hat in the ring with a bit. Of, I love the old old steam era type thing. Do you know what I mean? Bit of, bit of a steamy DVD. Love stuff like that. I bet you do. Uh, I am going to go. Uh, I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think because it's a great movie. Not everybody thinks she's an amazing actress, but I thought this was a brilliant film. Speed. Oh, right. OK. OK, then. What's your problem? What's your problem every movie, with Speed? Every movie you suggest, there's always a caveat at the beginning, isn't there? There's no, no, there's no, <laughs> there's no but on it's this It's a disclaimer. One. There's a disclaimer. What's his name? Dennis Hopper? Yeah. Or is it Dennis Skinner? Uh, but the main who's the main fella off Speed is uh, Keanu Reeves, isn't it? No, Sandra Bullock. Keanu Reeves is in Speed, though, isn't he? Is he? I think this is like listening oh, to yeah, my mum and dad try and work out yeah. a movie. <laughs> I forgot he's in it. No, I was just thinking of old, uh, Dennis Skinner or Dennis Hopper, whatever his name is, the baddie, and then Sandra Bullock. But you're right, <laughs> Keanu Reeves is in it too. It's an even better film than I remembered. I thought Dennis Skinner was absolutely fantastic in Speed. I think I've got the name wrong. Uh, I might just have to clarify speed quickly. Uh, it's still yes, the, I think you might have to. <laughs> it's still the transport movie that I'm putting forward. But, yeah, Dennis Hopper uh, was in that. Uh, not former Labour MP of Bolsover, Dennis Skinner. Uh, so, yeah, still putting speed forward, but the cast list different to what I remembered. Fantastic. Your suggestions are pouring in. Uh, there's some great ones here, so many great transport movies. Craig says, Smokey and the Bandit. Fantastic car race going on there. Uh, Neil Andrew Simmons has put me to shame, and I should have picked this film, because this is actually my favourite movie of all time. He says Duel with Dennis Weaver, one of the early uh, Steven Spielberg movies, which is fantastic. And Grant says it's got to be Planes, Trains and Automobiles. I think that's going to be one to beat, uh, but Neil's trying to beat it with Taxi Driver, a very young De Niro, uh, definitely transport. What are you putting forward? Andy's just texted to say Speed 2 was better. I really hope that is an ironic, ironic suggestion. Uh, You can't say that. I'll tell you what, though, Dennis Skinner was better in Speed 2 than he was in Speed 1, I thought, overall. (laughs) Not keeping going Uh, with that. Oh, Gavin in Durham says, uh, The Taking of Pelham 123. I don't know if he means the remake or the original, but both fantastic movies. Uh, Russ, what do you reckon? Uh, It's got to be planes, trains and automobiles, Richie. It's a classic. Why that film? Why do you think it's such a good one and still endures to this day? Well, it covers all three modes of transport, so it ticks that box, and it's one of the finest comedy films ever, and it has the great John Candy in it. Uh, you had me at John Candy. Yeah, it's a brilliant film. A 7.6 out of 10 on um, IMDb seems to be a very stingy rating. It's better than yeah. that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You, the bit where he gets, he, he tries to take his coat off when he's driving and he gets the arms of his coat trapped on the uh, the little dial on the chair and he turns into the devil for just a second. It's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie in my entire life. It's brilliant. Yeah, and, that, and has one of the best lines ever, which without spoiler alert, but they're not pillows. Oh, yes. <laughs> Richie and I had that situation a few times on the chip shop tour. I can tell you that for now. <laughs> I bet you did. Uh, but the text has come in. You know, sometimes we get a text into the show that's clearly like a, a mum texting her teenage daughter or so, and it's like a wrong number. Someone texted Cassandra Crossing, and I thought that like maybe a mum was letting the dad know that, that Cassandra's coming over now to the car. Uh, but actually, no, Cassandra Crossing is a 1976 disaster thriller film. 
uh, directed by George Cosmata, starring none other than Martin Sheen. I presume there's a, a transport angle angle to it, so that's going to be on the list. Uh, I like it. It's a little bit of a left-field one. Dave in Liverpool has suggested Unstoppable, uh, which is a great film. It's it's uh, a, a runaway train and Denzel Washington and Chris Pine. Uh, so you had me at trains and Denzel Washington. Have you seen that one, Bush? I've not seen that film, no. Put it on your list of things to see. It's a belter. It's a, it's a great uh, underrated Denzel Washington movie. Uh, we've got Nick on the line. Nick, what's your suggestion? Yeah, Under Siege, the uh, Steven Seagal classic. Okay, now talk us through the, the, the plot of that. Was he was he on like an army ship or was that like a cruise ship he was working on? He was a chef, right? He was a chef in a battleship, yes. Yeah, I'm looking it up here. Former Navy SEAL as a chef. Uh, and then it all kicks off. But th- th- now this is a very interesting point here. It depends how how strict we want to be with the rules of this because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a Navy ship. So is a Navy ship transport? You could go with Under Siege 2, which is actually set on a boat. Sorry, good, sorry. <laughs> good pivot. Good pivot, though, my friend. We can't deny him. He's got the, the, the paperwork to back up his suggestion. It's going on the list. Fair enough. There you go. A decision needs to be made for the film club to tonight. Uh, a movie uh, all about transport is what we had to pick for Debs and Dale. I don't think out of all the many film clubs that have taken place on this show, uh, we have ever had a result that has been more unanimous than tonight. It has to be. Planes, trains and automobiles. Steve Martin, John Candy. Uh, an absolute home run of a pick of a movie. Enjoy Debs and Dale. The Daily Takeaway. Russian Richie's Daily Takeaway. So there you go. There's another uh, Daily Takeaway in the bag. We, we started the podcast talking about tips. Like I say, Richie and I are both massive tip fans. Just to get a sense of your tip, Richie, have they, have they got like a little porter cabin like they have in Leon C where they hang out and pull items that they like the look of that are sparkly and you know, my precious, and they keep them by the porter cabin as, like, little trophies. Have you got that in your one? Um, my local tip was closed for a year and a half uh, and reopened about a year and ago, and it is the finest tip that you could find. And, my friends, they don't have a porter cabin. They have a proper built structure uh, where they hang out. They've actually got... It's like a reuse shop in there. It's, it's, it's like the Harrods of the tip world. So do you think you've got the best tip in the United Kingdom? I'd say it's going to be right up in the top 20. Wow. Well, I mean, Leon C's all right, but it's definitely not a top 10, not in top 20 Premier League tip. If you've got a Premier League tip that you'd like to spread the word about, you know, shout about from the rooftops, uh, tell us about it, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. In the meantime, come over one morning, I'll show you some rigid plastics. <laughs> no, <Nah>, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs>